Ash. Happy spooky day. Well, I don't know. Spooky every day in my book. It's spooky every day when you're spooky. Exactly. It's like my one cup I have. Halloween every day. Bam. Spooky day. I gotta think of a way to get that cup. Um, Walmart, I think, last year. <clears throat> the only one left. I'm sorry. I took the only one. My fault. All my fault. I'll find you one. You'll find me one? Okay. Yeah. But, hey, can you believe we've been doing this for six months now? Who has? I guess I have. We haven't been doing You and I have not been doing this for six months. I've been doing this since December. So I'm on my fourth month. But six months! And we're still going strong. Okay, um, happy six-month anniversary. I guess. I well, didn't get you anything. <laughs> I didn't get, get you anything either. I just thought, I'm like, hey, how long have we been doing this? Oh, it's been six months already. <sighs> On that note, welcome, Nightly Embers. You're listening to Ashes to Ashes Spooky Podcast. In case you forgot, with me is Laura. Hello. I still don't know how you do that. Like, hello. <laughs> and I'm Ash. We're going- I give lessons once a week. <laughs> that's my that's my progress what are we doing today ash we're gonna dive into creepy pasta creepy pasta creepy pasta but specifically rituals and creepy pasta i still gotta get that recipe recipe for creepy pasta to eat oh yeah hey maybe that's what we'll do on our one year anniversary we'll eat some creepy pasta put little like food dyes and like the, the meatballs that look like eyeballs and if you have a recipe for a creepy pasta then please uh email it or comment it we'd love to share recipes too oh yeah you want spooky ones spooky ones but yeah so basically we're each gonna i guess we have three of them because i found a couple there's a ton it was really hard to narrow it down but it's was, hard to pick it is so we're only gonna do three and basically, so we're going to share the thing and we're going to decide if we would actually perform the ritual. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So this one's the shortest of my two. And we'll say the long one for the end. Okay, we're going to start with the midnight game. And this, my friends, my spooky nightly embers, these are all coming from creepypasta.fandom.com. So you can check them out too. So basically, mid the midnight game. It's an old pagan ritual used mainly as punishment for those who have broken the laws of the pagan religion in question. While it was mainly used as a scare as a scare tactic to not disobey the gods. There is still a very extinct, ah, words, gosh, ah, there's still a very existent chance of death to those who play the midnight game. There is an even higher chance of permanent mental scarring. It is highly recommended that you do not play this game. 
Did I scare you? <laughs> That's your warning. Do not play it. But we're going to tell you how. If you do, don't come at us. We're just reading things. We do not give you permission to play these games. Any of them. None of them. No. Don't don't kill the spooky messenger. Exactly. Don't. Yeah. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. However, for those thrill seekers searching for a rush or for those who are going into the obscure cult rituals, these are simple instructions on how to play. So do it at your own risk. Don't, don't say we did it. We didn't. No. Okay. Here's we should the probably put it as a disclaimer. Huh? Yeah, disclaimer. Do not try at home or at all or ever or you will die probably. <laughs> I mean, am especially, I wrong? <laughs> especially after hearing it from us. Okay, okay, okay. So the prerequisites, it must be exactly 12 a.m. when you begin performing the ritual otherwise it will not work well i'm already out for this one because i go to bed at like eight o'clock <laughs> the materials you will need a candle a piece of paper a writing implement matches or a lighter salt a wooden door and at least one of your own blood if you are playing with multiple people they will need their own of the um, aforementioned materials and they will have to perform the steps below accordingly. Step number one, write your full name, first, middle, and last on a piece of paper. Place the list on top of the blood on the paper. Allow it to soak into the paper. Oh, okay, put at least one drop of blood on the, pop, on the paper and then allow the paper to soak up the okay got that step number one step number two turn off all the lights in this place you are doing this go to your wooden door and place the paper with your name on it in front of the door now take the candle and light it place it on top of the paper so okay so the paper is like on the floor i'm guessing and then you put it the candle on top Knock on the door 22 times. The hour must be 12 a.m. upon the final knock. Wait, so you must have to be like up and ready, like midnight, bam, here I go. Then open the door, blow, blow out the candle, and then close the door. You have just allowed the midnight man to enter your house. Step number four, immediately relight your candle. This is where the game begins. You must now lurk around your now completely dark house with the lit candle in your hand. Your goal is to avoid the midnight man at all costs until 3.33 a.m. Let me tell you, like three o'clock in general with these that I've read about, they're very, it's very common. It's the so ritual hour. All right, exactly. Oh, there's cat. Hi, Siren. She's she's being a cat. Moving on. Should your candle ever go out, that means the midnight man is near you. You must relight your candle in the next 10 seconds. If you do if you are not successful in doing this, 
you must then immediately surround yourself with a circle of salt. If you are unsuccessful in both of your actions, the Midnight Man will create a hallucination of your greatest fear and then rip out your organs one by one. You will feel, you'll feel it too, but you will be unable to react. If you are successful in creating the circle of salt, you must be, remain there until 3.33 a.m. If you are successful in relighting your candle, you may proceed with the game, but you must continue to 3.33 a.m. without being attacked by the Midnight Man or trapped inside the circle of salt to win the midnight game. The Midnight Man will leave your house at 3.33 a.m., and you will be able to safely proceed with your morning. It also says, in addition, so in indications that you are near the midnight, my midnight man will include a sudden drop in temperature, seeking, seeing a pure black humanized figure through the darkness, so like shadow people, and hearing very soft whispering from and from an uh, uncensorable or a yeah, uncensorable voice or source. If you experience any of these, it is advised that you leave the area to avoid the midnight man. Do not, these are on bold, do not any of these things I'm going to do or list. Do not turn on, do not turn any of the lights on during the midnight game. Do not use a flashlight during the midnight game. Do not go to sleep during the midnight game. Do not attempt to use another person's blood on your name. Do not use a lighter as a substitute for a candle. It will not work. And definitely do not attempt to provoke the midnight man in any way. Even when the game is over, he will always be watching you. Good luck because you're probably going to need it. I'm not playing this game. It's actually a pretty spooky story. It is. Um, one, I'm not going to be awake. No chance. No chance of me being awake. It sounds like you're kind of curious, though. You see, if... I'm curious, but I don't think I'd be able to commit for the whole entire three hours and 33 that's minutes. That's a lot. 33 seconds. Because like, no, like everything's out. The whole, everything, lights, TVs, your cell phone. What about the, the, the digital clock? All of it. Like it has to be completely dark. Can you have more than one candle? It just has one candle. Unless like it's like multiple of you. Okay. So safer. So safety in numbers. Well, I don't know. But like, oh yeah, maybe I don't know why you're not getting me to. I'm dragging you with no, me. No, you're not. Or... Nope, nope, nope. When's the next morning you have off? <laughs> Never now. <laughs> uh, no, um, I'm curious, but I don't think I, uh, I don't think I would uh, be able to commit to it that long. Because my patience will run short. And I'd be like, just take my organs now. <laughs> just, take, just take me now. 
I I don't have nine lives like my cats. I could be watching some YouTube right now. But <laughs> uh, uh, no, speaking of uh, candles and uh, darkness, I do have uh, another ritual, very similar actually. Oh, what is it called? So this is called Holder of Light. Ooh, I feel like a lot of these creepypastas have a lot to do with like candles and, and salt. Yeah, it's, it's ritual tools. It's almost like when you look up a, uh, it's almost like when you look up a recipe for mm-hmm. a dish, it has the ingredients list. And these are just pretty much standard ingredients. You got your candle, you got your mm-hmm. salt. Yep. You got your turn off all the lights. Run around in your own house. Make sure you don't trip and fall. Yeah, it's it's ingredients to kind of enrich the flavor of this dish. Okay, but no, um, uh, like the one that you had, it does involve a candle. This one is called Holder of Light, and I actually found it from creepypasta.com. Good old creepypasta. I'll probably have more than one ritual episode, but there's just so many of them. There's so much, yeah. Um, Creepypasta, if you like your spooky tales, urban legends, creepypasta is definitely a place to go to for a good source. And they kind of, and they, for each uh, creepypasta, they do have a time frame of how long it'll take you to read it too. So that's pretty handy. This one was actually two minutes because I didn't want to pick something too long at the same time. And <laughs> it, and they rate it too. Uh, readers will rate each creepypasta. And this got a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight out of 10 stars. Heck yeah. 350 votes. All right. An estimated reading time, two minutes. Are you ready, Ash? Let's do it. I probably won't right. do it, but let's, let's let's hear it. You're you're ready to hear it. Yep. Okay. In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution. You can get yourself to. When you reach the front desk, close your eyes and ask to visit someone who calls himself holder of light. You will be guided to a single door leading to a long winding hallway. You will be told to open your eyes. The hallway will, will be complete darkness, narrow enough only for you to feel the walls and navigate yourselves forward. If at any moment along the way, the light should come on, shut your eyes immediately and quickly make your way back to the door you came in. If your eyes stay open for more than a second, uh, what you will will force you to instinctively tear them out. You're supposed to close your eyes all the time? You're supposed to close your eyes when the lights come on. Okay, 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 okay. If the lights stay off, however, you will make your way to the end of the hall uh, and another door. If there is a light from under the door, leave immediately. What you came for is not there. If there is no light from under the door, carefully turn the handle and enter. 
The room will be completely dark, aside from a lone candle in the center. With the little light it brings reveals an outline of a cloak hovered over it all. The man underneath the cloak is completely still. If you say anything, the man will tear out your eyes and devour your soul. Oh. You will be forced to take his place under the cloak for the rest of eternity. There is only one question that, that the man will respond to. What can protect us from them? If you proceed to ask this question, a piercing scream will ring out from the candle and a series of light will illuminate the room, revealing the images of the most horrifying thoughts, fantasies, and memories from all the consciousness throughout history. Most people cannot handle this event and will go insane or die instantly. However, good you're a, sorry, good thing you're at a, a mental yeah. institute if you go. You got, you got the help. Already there, yeah. <laughs> However, if you should somehow manage to survive this, the man in the center of the room will rise slowly and put his hands on your head. You will be forced to look at his face. His face appears young, with exception of large uh, cavities where his eyes once were. At this point, you must not, not look away or you will be forever forgotten in time. He will then open your hand and place a small round object in your right hand. You will be left feeling no pain, but the horrifying images will be burned into your memory for all eternity. Oh, thanks. The eye you hold in your hand is an object. Five of 538. Awakening has begun and that and they must uh, not be brought together. So through this whole entire experience, you earned an eye that cannot be combined with other eyes. So you're pretty much like a guardian of this object. Pretty much. If you if you pass this test with flying colors. No, thanks. Um, or if you want, you can be a holder of light. Just just talk to it. Be like, hey, how are you doing? Yeah. He, he could use a vacation. <laughs> right. Um, still no. Um, I don't want to go insane or, you know, die. Yeah, I think you have cavities where your eyes once were, too. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, um, I don't know if there's any asylums around here that will let you just walk in. Yeah, no. You're not just going to be able to be, you know. I don't know. I think it's a very exclusive thing. I mean, because there's like, typically there's a psych ward section of hospitals and yeah they're not just gonna let you and they don't really call them asylums anymore they kind of no. just call them they call them like um they, they'll refer to them as hospitals or high security mm-hmm. yeah faculties oh, excuse me, high security or like code something or other yeah or name them after somebody who has been mm-hmm. 
like there's a, some serious events like yeah. a health institute blah 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 okay ready to go on a road trip where are we going well that depends so this last <laughs> one this last one is called 11 miles and i first heard about this one on one of my favorite podcasts um when they did uh this this topic (laughs) um so 11 miles if you attempt this challenge but fail then who knows what will happen to you if you finish the challenge you will find your reward you will have something that you truly relentlessly okay so basically ask yourself, do you have something that you really, 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 really want? And if so, you can take on this challenge. So, so despite your state of life, this is something, um, this, despite your state of life, is there something else that you would go completely to the end of the world to get? Like, I don't know, maybe you like, I need money in the world because I'm going to go bankrupt or like my health is on its last limb and I need to be a healthy person. You know, all these things, right? There's tons of them. Well, lucky for you, um, if there's a way to achieve um, that, the journey you can, you can prove to be, to be, to be too bothersome. So do not use a vehicle too large or too noticeable as you will need some of the cover of night to be the most safe. Also, while any sort of car can do, you may not want to choose the most expensive or cherished vehicle, and you do not drive faster than 30 miles per hour. You can take your slick new black Mercedes and drive it if you choose, but you will see or feel its signs um, the signs will depend on what it is you desire. So for example, if you search for wealth, you may spot shimmers on an empty branches of trees. So like you're driving down this road and you're like, like you're thinking of like what this thing you is, this, this thing you want, um, you're driving down this road and like, you see like shimmering, I don't know, coins or something on the side of the road. And that's when you know when to turn to this road. Um, so So yeah, if you're searching for wealth, you may spot shimmers of empty branches on a tree as if um, they're rings or through the 11 miles leading you to whatever you seek. Each mile will test your desire and will always get harder. Do not open the windows when you've entered. Time has stopped, so you don't need to worry about losing the night, though you may not notice you are not actually in your own world anymore. Take one last moment to realize that once the first mile is mostly through the woods, within the first few miles being an exception, the air will turn a bit colder, in which you should turn on your heating system if the vehicle has one. You won't want to take your eyes off the road either. Sometime um, to calm any uneasiness by admiring someone uh, of the night sky you'll see a completely line of stars and you'll realize that the vehicle's headlights will no longer be required restrain 
also restrain yourself from gazing at it. If you look at this light for even more than a few seconds, the road in front of you will end, throwing your vehicle into the water in which you will freeze in mere minutes. The voices will be gone for this mile, but don't rejoice yet. They'll be back. So that's like a pre forewarning. Basically, have a car that you don't. Hi, Siren. Have a car that you um, don't care if it gets uh, messed up. Make sure you have heat um, and look forward. Just, just keep your eyes on the road, essentially. So during the first mile, it gets really cold and you turn your heater on. Like super easy, done. On the second mile, if you still haven't turned the heater on, you should do that. If you decide not to turn it on, you're gonna regret it later. And the third mile, ignore any silhouettes that you may see in the trees. No matter how human they seem, keep your eyes on the road. Mile number four, you may hear voices whispering in your ear. Simply ignore them, no matter how human they seem. Mile five. If the trees vanish, a random appearance of a lake and the moon starts glowing, ignore them at all costs. So it's trying to like distract you in all these ways. Don't pay mind to it. Mile six. Take into account that you are more than halfway done. Despite the progress, you may lose hope here. The stars will have disappeared at this point, leaving the sky empty, a black abyss. The clearing will still have ended, uh, leading you back into the woods. The only light you will be provided is by your vehicle's headlights, but they will flicker from time to time, even if you're sure they're in perfect working order. If you have a radio on uh, in the vehicle, turn it on, it will turn on, on. Okay, so if you have a radio, it'll turn on by mile six. If you don't turn it off beforehand, it will produce an overwhelming screeching that will send you off the path. A calm voice will then begin to speak out your greatest fears what it is you're horrified in all your life. It will speak in a way that will cause you to visualize the words in your mind. So don't listen to it. If you begin to comprehend what it's saying, the horrors, the horrors will prove too much for you to stay on the road. Mile seven, we're almost, we're almost done. You may hear voices again, no matter how close they, they sound. Ignore them at all costs. If the voices are coming from the back seat, do not turn around. Just keep ignoring them and focus your eyes on the road. On the eighth mile, slow down, but don't stop. If your headlights flicker, slow down, but don't stop. If it gets really cold, do not stop. If you hear or see anything, ignore them and just keep driving. On the ninth mile, your vehicle will stall temporarily. Close your eyes and try to restart your vehicle. No matter what you do, do not open your eyes. 
even if you hear anything telling you to open them, just ignore it and remain with your eyes closed. When your vehicle starts, drive as fast as you can to the next mile with your eyes closed. When the mile is over, you'll know when it is, when you'll know when the, the mile is over, by the way. Um, you may open your eyes. On the 10th mile, voices of the beings will stop. If you were to look in your rear view mirror, don't actually do it though. You will see them following and are impressed that you have come a long way on the journey to what you desire because you're most likely going to your death. On the 11th and final mile, your vehicle may lose power, but continue to move. If you see a red light, close your eyes tightly. Cover them if you must. Cover your ears if you're able to. You will hear unrelenting and unconvincible or conceivable noises from all directions. No amount of bravery and conditioning will spare you from these sounds. You'll feel things touching you. The cold will turn to uh, a mirrorless heat, burning all parts of the vehicle. You will feel the illusion of flesh being burned off your bones. No matter what, do not look. Once the power uh, returns, stop your vehicle. Open your eyes, take a deep breath, and continue driving. Keep driving until your vehicle arrives at, at the dead end. Stop here and don't attempt to move again. Nothing will happen once you've reached this point. You may realize that you are back to where you first began. This may confuse you, but know that you are finished. Your task is done. Close your eyes and imagine your deepest desire, even if it has changed from the journey you began. Imagine not desiring it, but possessing it. Open your eyes and you will find what you desire. So now that 11 mile stretch is done, what's the catch? Is your vehicle cursed? Is there something that you're about to lose? Is your death imminent? Like the answer to all of this is no, of course. You've done the challenge. You've proved worthy of what you desire. I stated it before, the sounds of the 11th mile will continue to exist in your mind, potentially causing you some vivid and unusual nightmares, but these should prove as nothing compared to what you've gained. So what did you get? Oh, I don't know. I haven't gone that far. <laughs> I don't know what I would what I would like wish for ultimately. Again, that seems like a lot of commitment. It is. It's all pretty scary. Like it was like, oh yeah, maybe I could do this one. No. I'll watch someone else do it. <laughs> I think out of the three, I think I'd probably do the midnight man. Would you? At least, think, like, just have your salt and have your, your candle. I just don't want to leave my home. That's true. It's out of laziness. 
but I'm making the midnight man leave his. <laughs> you are making me come out and you're not even offering me cookies. Like, what is wrong with you? Offers cookies to the midnight man. I will offer cookies to the midnight man. Fun fact, I I had my seasonal orientation today to work at the petting zoo. And my boss is like, I brought cookies. You are all required to have at least one or a few. I don't want to take these home. That's funny. It is. But no, I don't. Maybe the 11 mile I would do, but I don't know. I don't know. So 11 miles and you're going 30 miles an hour. This is about a 20 minute process. Yep. Long 20 minutes. And you have to slow down, but you have to go 30 miles per hour. Yeah, you can't go more, no more than 30 miles an hour. And uh, you, you have to have your, if it's not off, if your radio is not off by a six mile, you have to turn it off or turn down the sound or something so that you, the radio could come on. Mm-hmm. And have all those voices. frequency picking up <laughs> what radio station is this spirits got their own fm radio you could just see them or over what at the radio be, station you know would it be am though if they're just talking a bunch i could see them being like djs at their end of a radio <laughs> station with their sunglasses on the I 90s see. cliche <laughs> You've reached Spooky FM. Mwahahahaha. AM hour. Oh, that's too funny. I mean, technically it'd be AM, like it was after 12. And it doesn't say like what time for the 11 mile either. Like it just becomes dark and you're not, you're like not on this plane. Okay. So you can do it during the day? I think so. Let me check. I think I'm pretty sure I didn't really say what time. I just assumed at night. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it'll just be nighttime. So I don't know. Maybe you'll, maybe you can do it during the day. But I never recommend anybody to drive with their eyes closed. Yeah. Please use all the, the lessons you've got from driver's ed when it comes to driving, please. And do not do these on our account. You'll get in trouble. Don't. Or worse. (laughs) Or worse, you'll end up with all your organs out of your system. Uh, Oh, goodness. But no, that's all we got for today, Nightly Embers. As always, send us your emails and your stories at ashes to ashes spooky podcast at gmail.com. Check out our website, ashes to ashes spookypodcast.com. We're on the Facebook. Technically, we have an Instagram. We don't really use that a whole lot. We're old. I just I just discovered that we might have a YouTube. Yeah, there's nothing on that either. Like I Not yet. A, Not we have yet. an account, but eh, progress slowly but surely. Uh yeah, it's 
I don't know. Would you do any of these any of these rituals? Do you have a favorite creepy pasta ritual? I'm sure we'll have um, more of these. Yeah, we'll we'll get more creepy pasta. Or if you actually have a, a recipe for oh a yeah for a creepy pasta, yeah. No, we definitely please. Wanna... I I need to know that too. Laura, you need to feed Laura's hunger for creepy pasta. Until next time, Natalie Embers, stay spooky. Bye. Bye.